Welcome to Loving the Christ Life. I'm Brad Wilson. Welcome to another edition of Loving the Christ Life. Still a tough time out there for all of us around the world, and we're hoping these weekly podcasts are a blessing to you and helping you and keeping you strong. Very happy and very blessed to have these wonderful materials to bring to you from our archives from Warren Litzman. Let's get in today's podcast for you. Here's Warren. Greetings, dear friends. It's time for us to go into the scriptures again and give you hope for this day. Paul said, if in this life only we had hope, we'd be of all men most miserable. So I'm going to try to lift you in the next few moments out of who you are to who God made you to be. Most of us are still trying to work out God's plan in our life. Most of us have never had a calling from God because we've been working on us. We've been working on our life. We haven't come to the place yet where we have died with Christ on the cross. I am crucified with Christ. We haven't come to that place. Most Christians haven't. And the end result is, until you reckon yourself dead, you'll not enter into the fullness of who you are in Christ. And so I'm trying to bring these things out so that people can see them. I realize that in the 15 minutes or so that I talk to you, is not near long enough for people to get a full answer. But if I can turn you to the Scriptures and get you to ask the Holy Spirit to do some teaching in your life, you'll be amazed what can happen because God can do wonderful, wonderful things for you. We're talking this week from the second chapter of Ephesians. We started at verse 13, and I want to go back to that portion of Scripture, and we'll deal with verse 14 right now. Let me read verse 14 to you. It says, For He is our peace, who hath made us one, and hath broken down the middle wall of partition between us. Every time I read a scripture that tells us what Jesus is in us, I rejoice. Because I realize that the the weakness in my life, the weakness in moments that I live, the times when I just don't think I'm going to make it, I forget who he is in me. That scripture tells us definitely that he is our peace. Well, everybody has connected that with him sitting at the right hand of the Father. True, he is there, and that's a wonderful position for him to be in. But that's not where he is in this verse. Because Paul does not discuss with us what Christ is at the throne as much as he talks to us about who Christ is in us the moment we get saved. The moment you are saved, a birthing takes place. A new life starts in you. That's not your old life made new. Please get that in your mind. It is not your old life made new. The first thing you need to know is that the new life is Christ. Christ lives in you. That's the point i got to get across to you because too many people are spending all their time trying to correct their old life. It isn't to be corrected. It isn't to be changed to be better. What is better is that you accept the new life, Christ, and He'll work through that old life. He'll work through that old way of doing things until 
You don't reckon your old life anymore. To any degree, you don't claim your old life. The new life is Christ. Well, does he make a whole new person? No. Does he uh, take everything out of your life and put stuff in there that's new? No. What he does is permeate. He comes through that old life of yours. He takes over that old life of yours. He's joined himself to you. And the scripture says, He that is joined to the Lord is one spirit. Think about that. So he didn't come in to make you a better person. He came in to add his will, his knowledge, his love. And in this verse, his peace. For he is our peace. Do you see that? That's, that's the first, uh, what is it? First five words of that glorious 14th verse. It says, for Christ is our peace. He's not giving people peace. He is our peace. We're still all mixed up with Israel and the law. You know, everybody says Salome nowadays, and they throw the terms around uh, out of the Jewish language about what is life and what it's all about. Listen, that's past. That's not in effect for believers in Christ now. Nothing that was given under the law belongs to any believers now. Nothing that came out of Moses' law, and that's the law we talk about. That's the law that Israel had to live by and couldn't do it. But nothing given to us in Moses' law is in effect now. We have a whole new law of love. We have a whole new law of Christ our life living in us. He lives in you, dear believer. He's not coming and going. He doesn't come by anointings. He doesn't come by special blessings. He doesn't come if somebody gave you a whole bunch of money and you rejoiced and were happy for the time. That's not the way Christ is in you. Christ lives in you. He is an intricate part of you. If you're a plumber, He wants to do the plumbing through you. If you're a lawyer, He wants to do the law work through you. If you're a doctor, he wants to do the doctoring through you. It is Christ now who is your life. You've got a good education. You've learned a lot about the world. you learned a lot, about, a lot about human beings. You just know an awful lot about living, natural life. But now, with this new life in you, it, subs it, it takes over. He doesn't do away with the doctor. He doesn't tell the doctor, don't doctor anymore, you're just going to be a Christian. A Christian is one who works Christ out of them as a doctor. He doesn't tell you to stop being a lawyer anymore. He tells you that Christ in you works through you being a lawyer. That's who you are in the natural. Christ wants to be that in you and work through you. You don't have to wait for a special anointing. You don't have to wait for a special eating. He is in you. It's like the verse says, He is our peace. He's not going to give you peace. He is your peace. Praise be to God. He is your peace. For Christ is our peace. That's just the first line of that 14th verse in, in Ephesians 2. It goes on to say, But He is our peace. Who hath made both one? Who hath made both one? 
We'll be back in just a moment to join Warren and more of this wonderful broadcast today. Just want to remind you that the Christ Life Fellowship offers group Bible study materials, including a set of terrific workbooks that cover the foundations of the Christ Life. The first in the series is called The Joy of Knowing Who I Am, and it's available in print and ebooks at the CLF store at www.christ-life.org store. Be sure and check it out and check out the other materials that we have there as well. Now back to Warren Litzman. Now, dear friends, that's as good a definition for a Christian as I could give you. God saved you. If you were a gambler, you should stop gambling. If you're an alcoholic, quit your alcohol. If you're a drug addict, quit your drugs. Whatever it is that is sinful in your life is swept away the moment you accept Jesus as your Savior. You're no longer under the bondage of those things. I know people don't believe me when I say that, and I talk to a number of alcoholic groups but I'd say to every one of them the very same thing, that if you're saved, you have a new life in you. Sooner or later, you're going to have to live it and give up trying to straighten out this old life of yours. That's, that's where we've made the great mistake in, in Christianity. He has made both he and you one. He that is joined to the Lord is one spirit. Think of that for a moment. Once you accepted Jesus as your Savior, your old life passed away and God's old plan passed away. A brand new plan called grace has come into existence. A brand new plan called grace has come into existence. Now you may still be in a law church. You may be still sitting under law preachers and you still may be reading law books. But if you just get into Paul's epistles and see who you are, and when I make that statement, I mean what I say. You're not going to get it out of Matthew, Luke, and John. You're not going to see who you are in those chapters. You'll see who Jesus is, and that's a beautiful historical record. But that's not who you are. You're not going to get it out of any place in the Old Testament, not even out of David's Psalms, precious as they are. You're going to get who you are only out of Paul's epistles. And when you get into Paul's epistles, you're going to be surprised. Have I been these things all my time that I've been saved? Did I, the moment I get saved, enter into these things? How come they didn't work? How come I didn't have them? I'm still suffering from the same old misunderstanding, same old mind problems I had before, same old this, same old that. Why, dear friend, you didn't know that Christ in you had been joined to you, and if you used Him, if you let Him be the life and just overwhelm yourself, let yourself be controlled by Christ, if you just come to that place, marvelously will you have entered in to the grace of God. And that's the new life. That is the new life. So our verse says, Who hath made us both one. It's just one. It isn't you and Jesus. Isn't you old man and new man now 
trust in Christ. That isn't Christianity. That's Christianity to a lot of people who don't know God's Word. But that's not what Christianity is nor was intended to be from the very beginning. So, both one. You and Christ, both one. Well, who becomes that one? Who is the one that becomes the new life? It's simple. It's Christ. It's Christ. He becomes the new life. Have you ever let that happen? Have you ever searched the Scripture? I tell you, there's, uh, as one fellow said, there's a hundred times in Paul's epistles where it talks about your new life, what you have in your new life. Have you ever read some of those things and wanted to apply them, wanted them to be an intricate part of you, that you and Christ have become one and He is the only one. Well, you say, what happened to me in that deal? Still you there. Because He created you in a special way that you would bring honor and glory to Him, but only when Christ was the life of that honor and glory. Do you get it? That's what a Christian is. A Christian is one who has new life in them. That new life is not old life made better. It's old life dying at the cross. I'm crucified with Christ. It's the old life joined to the new life, Christ. And they become one. And who is that one? Who is it that's all in all? Who is it that's God's son? Who is it that is the answer to all of our needs? It's Christ. He become the one. What does he use? However you've been trained. Wherever you went to school, if he can use any part of it for his glory, he will. If you throw stuff at him that come out of most universities today, it'll be unused. It'll be your training that he'll use. It'll be your conceptions that he will use. It'll be your way of dealing with human beings that he'll use. That's what it's all about. One. Just one. Jesus is the life. He is the only life. Now, that's not just talking about him giving life as modern religion has. Christ will give you a new life. That's not it. It's Christ is your life. Once you're saved, he is your life. He is your all in all. Christ is everything to you. I want you to learn that. I want it to penetrate you until it bothers you or blesses you that you have entered into that new life of Christ. I've wasted my time if I come and talk to you and don't get the point across to you that your new life is Christ. He doesn't give you life. He is that life. He is that life. Let Him be your all. Let Him be your life. He'll bless you if you do. And others will be blessed wherever you go by whatever you do. Well, my time has slipped away from me today. I'll be back talking about these same things on tomorrow's broadcast. Bless you. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast with Warren Litzman from our great archival material from Warren. Don't forget, if God is leading you to lead others, you can start your own Christ Life 
Home Fellowship Group. The Christ Life Library on grace-media.net equips the leaders with a vast library of Christ Life teaching media and instructions to start and lead your own local Christ Life group. Be sure and check it out. Again, that's grace-media.net. You'll be glad you did. I'm sure I do it, and I love it. Thank you for being with us. We'll see you next time. Until then, this is Brad Wilson, loving the Christ life.